Hey y'all, it's V, the Tax Lean Strategist. I'm um, doing some research today on uh, some laws, tax lien investing laws, some real estate laws in um, a couple of states today. So, But I'm going to make this episode very brief. <clears throat> and probably before the weekend is out, or at least by next week, I'm going to give a um, have an episode about wholesaling and the history of wholesaling and um, why wholesaling is is really, really popular. Um, And it's the way to raise funds for your tax lien investing business. You know, there are a lot of gurus um, that are out here teaching tax lien investing. And I listen to them a lot. And then I have got some phone calls, some emails, and you know, from a few people who, who listen, and um, who ask me things like, you know, why are you giving away the secrets? But these people have um, five-figure cl- um, uh, uh, classes that cost five figures, and uh, some of them even have eBooks and sell books that say secrets to tax lien investing. So. Um, there are a lot of people out there that are um, talking about the secrets of tax lien investing. But I guess because they're charging for it, uh, they think it's different than me just telling people about it for free. Every episode on this podcast is at one point going to be necessary to use at some point in your tax lien investing business. I'm not saying that all of them, all of these uh, things that, have, that, that will come up are going to happen all at one time. But before I finish um, with this whole podcast, there's going to be episode after episode that's going to help you to learn how to handle any situation. Uh, we're not rambling here. We're going by um, some situations that do come up some things that we deal with every day, and we think, wow, this would be good to let people know about. So we start that way. If you want things going in the proper um, order for your state, then talk to us about purchasing one of our courses that are very discounted, and we tailor-make it to your own state, your own county, because that's how we raise funds for our projects, projects being um, helping people to not lose their property at auction, helping senior citizens to uh, maintain their homes, um, helping people, helping veterans, helping the disabled not to be uprooted. Um, so we do various things um, that uh, the law allows, but in reverse. Because to be honest with you, and when you look at the whole thing of tax lien investing, it, it's predatory. The whole, the whole industry of tax lien investing is predatory. So what? So I have a five-figure course as well. And as I was developing this course and people were taking the course, I realized that since I was doing things differently than I was teaching, why not teach people some of the ways that we have become successful? And so, of course, the course is going to help you learn the business and be successful. But as a community activist and as a person who lives and who puts property in some of the areas that we're talking about, 
I had to take another look at this. Um, wholesaling, for example, <clears throat> there are people out there who are trying to change the definition of wholesaling. There, I'm not going to mention uh, this guy's uh, system that he uses where he gives you a little information and then he charges you $7,500 to learn his way of wholesaling, which it's nothing new to his program because I've had people take it and um, still had to take my course because they didn't learn anything. Wholesaling is never going to change. Typically, wholesaling is buying something at low cost and reselling it at a higher cost. The thing about what's the thing, and, and that's, I mean, if you, if, if you are in the position to know a seller and a buyer, that buyer can go around you and deal directly with the seller. So you're in a good position as a wholesaler. So you purchase a property from the owner and you assign your interest to a buyer. And if you're good at what you do, then regardless of what your assignment fee is, can possibly be your buyers. um, When you make good deals to your buyers, you won't have to worry about how to get buyers. They will never leave you because you'll get the reputation as making good deals. Now, believe me, I wholesale property. So this episode here is not about, although I said it's predatory, it's not about people making money. It's about the whole concept of tax lien investing is to take advantage of a situation. See, that's when it's wrong. When you're taking advantage of people and with predatory means. Don't get me wrong. When people come to me and ask me to fix their titles because they can't sell their properties, by the time I finish finding out what the issues is, sometimes people go to jail. And their lawyers do too. See, so what happens is people who don't plan on doing the right thing in the first place have lawyers who don't plan on doing the right thing in the first place. And they know how to manipulate. They know how to manipulate the law, bend the law just a little bit to make it work. You think, you think judges out there don't tax lien invest and don't want to make money? And you think, if you think judges don't take money under the table, I, 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 I mean, I feel sorry for you if you don't understand how this money thing goes. But in order to be rich at something, someone else has to suffer at that. And someone else has to be poor and become more poor. So in order to have a good conscience conscience in tax lien investing, I started giving people more, um, offering the seller more than what typically people offer them. You hear a lot of statements where people make, um, pennies on the dollar. These people aren't lying. They're literally offering people 50 and $60 because you see, in order to wholesale, you have to find someone who's in a distressed state. By that, it means in two weeks, your property goes to auction and you get zero. So they feel as if, oh, they're about to get zero. So certainly they're going to take this $100 for their property. I'll pay their taxes and $100 and that's that. No, that's not how, uh, that's not the right thing to do. And let me add this. Um, in Chicago, back in the 70s and 80s, they called it the black tax because mostly black people were losing their properties at auction. Now, this 
episode and the one coming up is not going to deal with predatory uh, property value assessments and that type of thing. And that's why I have so many different courses to my program, because we're, I'm going to talk about it all on here. You're going to learn what to do, what not to do, and how to be successful. Now, the people out here have a system where they're talking about wholesaling property, but they're trying to change the definition. It's never going to change. Wholesaling involves at least three people, a seller, a middleman, and a buyer. And sometimes that property wholesales a couple more times, and everybody makes a little money. But because I, I work in my community, and I, that's how I raise funds to keep people from losing their properties, um, then, and so I can help them you know, redeem their properties, then it, I can sleep at night knowing that although this industry is predatory, I can sleep at night knowing that I've done something with my time and done to help the people. So, no, I don't offer people pennies on the dollar. There's nothing wrong with helping people to remain and with a leave with a lot of a lot of a little dignity and respect when they don't feel well and don't feel well about losing their air properties. Most of these are air properties. Tackling investing, these are properties that are paid off. So a lot of the owners are deceased, and so now we're dealing with their heirs who have their own issues. Um, but maybe have their own mortgage, and they can't afford mom's mortgage. A whole lot of things go on. But let me get back to the story about the black tax in Chicago. See, so when people want something from you, they study you and they learn your habits. They may not know everything, but they know just enough to feel good about what they do. So they call it the black tax because it was mostly black people who were losing their properties in the 70s, 80s, and 90s in Chicago. And so what happened is the owners have a redemption period as in all states, okay? And so when the holidays come, um, and, and, and one of the reasons they call, again, they call it the black tax because so many black people were, were uh, losing their properties, but there's redemption period. So guess what a lot of sellers or people were doing who purchased properties at auction for, um, $47, $57, um, $7, $8 senior citizens. Now they waited and they would change the redemption period for some of the seniors hoping that they would forget to redeem their properties. Why? And they would do it right at the holiday season. They would change the dates that the original owners could redeem so that hoping that people would forget. Now, let me explain something to you people who think that black people just don't pay their taxes <clears throat> just for the hell of it. <clears throat> the story behind the holidays I guess this guy found enough information about black people to know how to use it against them. Came from slavery. When slaves only had 24 hours a, a, a year off and family came from far and wide from different plantations to spend time with family. One damn day a year, they were able to forget about slavery, forget about their condition and love on and enjoy their families. Okay. But for some reason, some people in this world found a way to take advantage of that. And so the idea of the black tax, the term black, black tax came because people were hoping that black people would be so consumed because of the story I just told you about black people just trying to forget 
one day a, a, a year about their troubles and in love on their families, they hoped that seniors would be so involved and so enthralled in the idea of celebrating Chris, the holidays, that they would forget to redeem their properties. And guess what happened? They were right. A lot of them forgot to redeem their properties. Okay. This goes back to people taking advantage of a situation. Now, the type of investor I am, if, I mean, I'm, I'm in a tax deed state. Texas is a tax deed state. We're not having properties. We're not, people, properties aren't being lost for seven bucks. But I have a clients in tax lien states, tax lien certificate states. And if you got any kind of um, soul, if you were born with a soul, if you discovered you had one and decide you want to use it and want to sleep at night, then the right thing to do would just be to pay the, 40, pay the 47 bucks and uh, 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 give the lady her house back. If you're any kind of human, give the lady or no, it's a senior citizen, give the lady her, her house back. But see, there's so much predator. There's so many predators out there who take the law and, 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 and misuse it. So that's why people have to be very careful, um, you know, but I'm just giving you some background on how some of our seniors kind of forget to lose, to, to, to uh, pay attention to things temporarily. They're human. They can forget, you know, they're human. But that don't mean we have to take advantage of them, okay? Who wants to lose a home for seven bucks? Common sense should tell I, I, you know, like I said, you know, when you, if, you, if you're not born with a soul, then you're not going to understand what I'm saying. Um, but those are the things that I have a problem with. And those are the things that we look for when we, when we um, uh, do title searches to make sure we understand where people's situations are. And that's when I volunteer lawyers step in and help people because some of this stuff is, is just really, it's really ridiculous. So... Um, if you're in a tax uh, deed state, you're not going to have, you know, deal with taxes that are that low. If you're in a tax lien certificate state, don't call me and tell me you want to. And, and this is what I have happened a lot too. And I've called people out on this because this is modern day stuff. This isn't just stuff that just happened in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It's still happening. I have investors who will say, let's just say I'm wholesaling a deal and the sellers aren't they can't find a, a family member. They can't find an heir fast enough for this for these investors. So I've had investors have the nerve to call me and say, until they realize who I am, say, oh, tell them if they go ahead and, 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 and find the heirs and everything, they'll have money for Christmas. And that pisses me off. I'm going to tell you why. Because I already know what they're thinking. That goes back to this thing with... Uh, uh, black people, the slaves enjoying uh, trying to take 24 hours to enjoy the holidays and, and try to forget they're enslaved. This thing where you all are out here thinking that you know people and thinking and taking advantage of people's situation is not has to stop. It's going to stop because I'm training people to who community workers to uh, know this business and know the things that I know. Um, you know, y'all are gonna y'all are gonna stop with this. I mean, you truly out here telling people, tell them they'll have some money for Christmas, 
as if black people are just sitting around just waiting on you to show up to give them some money for Christmas. Y'all don't think black people can uh, can um, enjoy Christmas without your money from uh, the little few dollars you're trying to offer them? And stop getting mad at me because I'm telling you, you're going to give them, you're going to offer more money. You're still going to get a property that's priced below market value, but you're just not going to get it through me now. On the one hand, I got properties of, of owners that I wholesale um, from, from here to the end of the street. But on the other hand, I have buyers too. And let me tell you how I do that before I get off this, off this episode. Because I now am known in the community as someone who's going to give you um, a, a decent price for your property. I'm not going to um, give you the cash amount, but I'm going to give them, I'm going to offer them more than what these people are throwing at them like, like they're throwing bones to dogs out here. This is their attitudes, and that's why I can pick and choose who I deal with. Because you're not going to get good deals through me as an end buyer if you even look like or act like or talk like that you think you're better than some of these people out here in these neighborhoods because you're not. You just happen to have their reparations in your pocket. You just happen to have money that you've made from deals already the way you've taken advantage of people. Let's not get it twisted. Not let's play around. We all know what this deal is. I ain't mad at you for making money. I'm saying that on my watch, don't come to me with these messed up deals because you won't get the properties that way. And all some of these other people are doing, they're saying that they're figuring out another way to wholesale. No, they're not. They're warehousing these people's properties. They're buying these people's properties by, in droves, and they're trying to wholesale them to one person. So when a person says, oh, I'm the best at wholesaling, I make the more deals uh, than anybody else in the world, well, why is your program $7,500 a person if you're making so much if money wholesaling? No, you're making your money on selling your program. Just tell the truth. You're not wholesaling. But let me tell y'all something. It's nothing wrong with making one or two deals a month. You don't have to make 50, 50 deals a month. The average wholesaling fee out there for me, for a lot of people, is twenty dollars and $30,000. If you know what you're doing, you find the properties before they go to auction, and you find a buyer for, for them, you give the owner some money where he's satisfied. You don't have to make all the money. You go out there and you get some, you learn this business and you do the work the right way. So you ain't got to make money on one deal. If you know what you're doing, you don't have to make all your money on one deal. Yeah, you can have your two, 10 deals a month and make the same amount of money. But then, you know, you, you know, people want to, you know, assume that everything that's going on in the poor communities is there for the taking. And it's not because just because people think they've changed the game on wholesaling, I've changed the game on how y'all get these properties, too. So be very careful in Houston, Texas, when you're coming to these neighborhoods thinking you're about to make a whole living on one property and think you're going to give the owners $2 and you're going to make um, 80000 on it because it's not going to happen. Y'all are going to have to rethink how you do business here in Houston. And I'm going to follow this weekend with uh, some more information I'm jogging and talk on wholesaling. So for those of you who want to wholesale property, 
you'll have the basics. And then talk to me about my, um, yeah, I had a 10,000, uh, a 10 figure course too. And, uh, I decided that I don't have the time and there are too many people who can't afford it. So I got a good deal right now on wholesaling, on tax lien investing. Just give us a call. Um, I forget my 800 number, but uh, give me an email at the tax lien strategist at Gmail or real property land services at Gmail. Leave me a message. Tell me what you want to talk about. I'll tell you um, what kind of uh, course I have for your um, area, but it is a, it's not a course where we're going to go to a website and sit down and um, do classes and, and grade pay. I don't have time for that. Um, I want to teach you. Uh, that's how we raise funds to do our, 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 our community work. I want to be finished from beginning to end in about in a couple of months. I'm not dragging this instead of this stuff where they drag it out and charge you ten thousand and twenty thousand dollars to teach you something that uh you can sit down in few in a short time and learn um uh give us a call or uh, and stay and keep listening stay tuned uh, we know we're helping people because we get emails from people every day telling us they love how we teach and how we teach and how we do this thing with uh integrity and with our morals intact um stay tuned talk to you soon